Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. You don't just live in your home, you live in your neighborhood as well. So when you're shopping for a home, you want to know as much about the area around it as possible. Luckily, Homes.com has got you covered. Each listing features a comprehensive neighborhood guide from local experts. Everything you'd ever want to know about a neighborhood, including the number of homes for sale, transportation, local amenities, cultural attractions, unique qualities, and even things like median lot size and a noise score. Homes.com. We've done your homework. to be here with Lee Bryce. You are so talented and so amazing. And Lee, I've known you for what? Has it? It's not been 20 years, has it? Probably. No, like 15? Oh, yes. No, it's been, yes, it's been 20. I met you before you even had anything going on. You were just getting started, like first singles yeah. coming out. It was yeah, the good so, old Tin Roof days. Everybody used to hang out at Tin Roof all the time. And, and guess what? What? Tin Roof just had their 20-year anniversary party. Well, like last week. Where did you, did you go? I mean, yeah. <laughs> Why did I not get an invite? <laughs> I feel like I was like one of the OG ten roofers. There, there are still some OG ten roofers around. Who? Who's who's in the OG club still? I mean, Colt Cameron and Kyle Jacobs and uh, Jared and and some of those guys. Of course, only a couple of them really made it out. There really wasn't a whole lot of OG. I mean, except some of the uh, the staff. Yeah, like oh, Jason. Some of the staff is still the same. Yeah, like I would, like the owners. Like you know, they were so tight with like um, who led the led that bartenders or whatever. Those bartenders ended up they stayed there forever because like those positions were like coveted. Yeah, and then they ended up like owning their own tin roof somewhere. You know, it, yes. you know, and and so they all kind of came back for the for the you know, the birthday party thing. So it was fun. Isn't it wild how much Nashville has changed? Like now I live outside of the city. I used to live in the middle of it all. And like, obviously I have, I have a kid, you have three kids and it's like, I don't go out like I used to at all anymore, but I feel like now it's just a whole new Nashville. I don't even know what's going on out there. You're still like in the big middle of obviously thriving in your music career and having all sorts of success nine number ones you just had a recent number one and i love your new song soul it's so awesome (laughs) 
But I mean, I'm all about the soul too. So I love that you're singing towards the soul of, I'm, I'm guessing it's Sarah, your beautiful wife. Yeah. <laughs> it's for everybody's soul. Everybody's like soul. Yeah, if you saw the uh, if you saw the video, it kind of like it's like we want everybody to be welcome, you know. And that's great because it's all about the soul. But I feel like Nashville has changed so much. Yeah, it's like a different it's like a different place. People talk to me and they're like, "Oh man, you know, I just was in Nashville last week and we had the best time and and it's so awesome." And I'm like. It is awesome. I was like, it's really awesome. I said, you should have seen it though 20 years ago. I was like, it was just so, it was so different. You would not, you would not recognize it. I mean. How would you describe it 20 years ago? Because that's the Nashville that I know too. Because I moved here when I was 19 and now I'm about to be 39. So I've literally been here 20 years, which is unreal. And I'm like, I feel like the way people make it in the music industry is different now. Like art, like how you make it as an artist is different. And like, well, all that comes down to like what you would call it. I mean, and I guess little big town got, you know, you know, that's where they got their name was Nashville was known as like this, like a compared to like LA or New York, right? Like if you were going to get a record deal or whatever it may be, it, it's out there and, and those places are so huge, you know? And so you had the, the chances of meeting someone of importance or, right. like a label or whatever, which is so hard. Industry. Yeah. Right. Well, in Nashville, it's like, y- you knew exactly. I mean, you, and there's not really, there weren't many places to go. You know what I mean? Right. There was just, and everybody went there, whether you were. It was like winners a, and losers. Ten. Yeah. Red I mean, you, you can even say that even like we were talking about tin roof. It's like, it could be, it could be, uh, the head of a label, you know, or a brand new writer who just came to town, you know, and they could all, and they all were on the, you know, they're on a Monday night, you know, watching the same people play, you know, it just, I don't know. It was a, a really, truly a little big town. I mean, yeah. it was, a it was just big enough to where, you know, all the stuff happened that needed to happen, for like music and careers and stuff, but, but it was, it still felt like a small town and now it doesn't feel that way to me. I mean, you know, I mean, it feels like town now, like you kind of have to like like, be a total TikToker, and I'm like just old enough to like, I'm hanging on by a thread trying to figure it out, but I'm like, what in the actual hell is going on on TikTok? Yeah. I took, uh, I took all the things off of my phone, you know, and I, I think it's, just a really, yeah, it's very liberating, you know, but <laughs> how do you, does someone run it for you though? Because you have to have a social media presence as an artist, right? I do. I do have to have a social media presence. And so I'll take a picture or a video with the kids or this or that every now and I'll send it to, you know, my, like I got this company and they got a few, few, like just a couple of guys and, and uh, I'll just send it to them, and they. I'm like, do with with whatever, you know. I'm like, because I just can't. I can't have it on my phone. I, can, I mean, I'm. What it's like why you can't? Because I feel that too. But like, I don't. Well, I, I don't have not, a squad like you. I need a squad. I have Ali. She's what, helping me. What's what like, I'm saying? <laughs> it's not. It's not like that. I can't. I just realized that I really didn't want to because it was taking up. Um. Now I should really look at it and I see, you know, if you go look at, you see how much time it takes up and I think about the things that you can, 
get done. And it really wasn't me as much as I saw other people doing it. Cause I really, I would, I'd scroll or something or I'd see something and I'd, or I'd, or I'd respond to a fan or something like that. But I really never was big into it. Um, but I saw and still do. I see so many people spend like countless hours for and what? energy and, it's like and anxiety what? for yeah, and anxiety and all this for, for what? For what? For for like literally for negative, like for negative stuff. Like it gives you so, there's this anxiety that's lifted whenever you, you know, I mean, you can't keep up with it all, right? Like no. you said, it's like even, but even the, the kids, they can't keep up with it all because they're going to throw more and more at them. And for me and my household, I like put a little, you know, daddy law down. Like, look, when you're out of this house, you can, you can have social media on your phone. You know, until then, you know, when it's just like you can't go drive until you're, you know, 15, 16, whatever the law is. And there's a reason for that. You can't go ha- drink a drink or go buy a cigarette. I mean, you can't. There's the laws for a reason. It's because you have to be old enough to make that make it an, an adult decision, you know, a decision that's Understand like it. that you can that you're making a wise decision or not. And you can choose to do that. And I, for me, social media. And especially like on your phone and like how kids and stuff use it these days, it's so addicting. And so uh, there can be, there's so much negative, negative stuff that can come from it. You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, it wasn't created to do that. I know. And there's so much positive that does come from it, but it so quickly can, can suck up somebody, some kid's life because they don't, they don't even take the time to go find out what else is out there. Um, and then they got all these friends who they don't even know who they are yet. Yeah, they call them friends, and they're you know, comparing themselves to it. And yeah. They need to this, keep up with some standard and all. Yeah. That. And, and that's stuff, that's decisions that, I, you know, a 12 year old, a 13 year old, a 14 year old really aren't ready to really truly make yet for themselves. And so for my household, it's, it's, it's tough, but it's going to get real tough. I'm sure when truly gets to be 10 and 11 and 12 and 13, and she can't, you know, have whatever the new thing is on her phone, you know, I'm sure it's going to be a, a, a battle, but. <laughs> so how old are your kids right now? So Truly's four. Oh, what Rik- a, I love that name. Truly. Yeah. Where'd truly. That come from? Well, we wanted to do something because um, we had a couple other names in there, like ended in like L-E-E, you know, and, uh, um, when she said truly, we loved it. And of course it was, so then when truly was born and then like we saw that there was a, a, a new drink that just came out called truly. I'm like, Oh, it's, <laughs> <laughs> but at least it's spelled different. But anyway, I, I don't know. Sarah said that one day she said truly. And I knew that that was the name. Of course, Sarah's like bouncing around names up until like, you know, our baby is born, you know? And I'm like, but I'm, I'm like, yeah, sure. We can keep talking about it. Absolutely. Sure. You know, I'm, I'm, but yeah, you but like I knew, really it. I knew, I knew it was going to be truly. So, you know, I just kept whittling away and going, yeah, you know, that's, these, yeah, those three sound good. Those, those two sound good. Yeah. It's truly. It's, <laughs> I've never yeah. But you got to, uh, you, you have the fine art of letting um, your wife think it's her idea, which is always the, <laughs> the best way to do it. Right. That's a happy marriage right there. Absolutely. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's truly. Okay. Um, and she is four. And then there's Riker, who is eight. Um, and he is a wild man. <laughs> He's just, you know, 
Jeb just the other day. He's, I mean, he did a time, a little timeline project yesterday, and he said I was born. And we had to get a picture, and and then he said I caught my first big bass. Took had a picture, and then I fell off my motorcycle, and because he fell off his motorcycle, like three days ago. He's got, so we got a picture of his road rash on his side. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh yes. He's God. like, oh, I'll show, I want to show him my blood. You know, he's just wild. He's a wild man, but, uh, biggest, biggest empathetic heart in the world. Riker is. Yeah. Aww. Um, very sensitive, but then, then there's Dakota and he's my oldest and he's, uh, 13. I can't believe it's, you have a 13 year old Lee. Yeah, yeah, he's wearing my my boots, you know, size twelves. Really? Wow, um, that's you know, crazy. His hands are his hands are as big as mine. No way, at thirteen already is he? So he's huge. Cause you're I mean, tall. He, How tall are you? I mean, I'm six three. He's probably he's he's pushing. He's going to be pushing six foot soon. You is know, that, is he super tall for being thirteen? I mean, he's he's uh, you know like a head above a lot most of the kids that are his age. But I was kind of a head above too. Like if you're six three, you know most most guys aren't quite that tall. Most guys aren't. You know, it's, I don't know what that what the percentages are. But either way, yeah, he's he's pretty, and he's like I don't know. He hit that little spurt a little earlier, I guess, than some of the other kids did too. Because he's it's funny watching him on some of his like like his wrestling team and stuff. Like he's like the seventh grader, and he's bigger than all the eighth graders. You know, but you know, whatever. How has <laughs> fatherhood changed you and changed your trajectory of your music career like what has it done to you as far as because you started off you came to nashville and i feel like you got signed pretty quickly at curb right like you like you yeah. had a big there's a lot of enthusiasm with you getting signed as an artist everyone was really excited about it and how did you get signed well i, I when i came to town i mean you know, I, I met uh a guy named Doug Johnson really yeah. quickly and uh, through his wife. records, right? Yeah. Through his wife. And this is before, this is before he was at curb and he was actually in between labels. Uh, and he took me with him when he went over to curb basically okay. is what happened. Mm -hmm. And so for a long time I was, I was making a record over there, but I was just, I was really writing a lot. I mean, I was just writing like three times a day. I'm, you know, I'd write all day, write all night, party all night, write all day, write all night. I mean, it's just, you know, it's just Were you what having the time of your life? Yeah, it was, it was awesome. You You're know, exhausted? it was amazing. <laughs> it was, a, I was, a, well, back then I wasn't, you know, I could go on nothing, you know, for a long time. Uh, to be young, I know, right? Now I try to do something like that. You know, I try to like go work all day and then like work in the studio all night and then try to like, you know, be like on the next morning and yeah. go all day. I mean, I can push through, but it, it's, it's like, it's a different story. You know, it it's hurts. just a different thing. I have to really plan now. <laughs> like if I know I got a long run coming, you know, like say on the road and it's like nine, 10 shows in a row. Uh, and I got writers out. So we're writing all day before we go on. I mean, it's a really pretty grueling. I got to really prepare for that. I got to like, and in the middle of that, I got to make sure that I'm getting rest because you can't sing if you if you don't sleep, That's, you know. Yes. yes. Uh, and especially not when you're forty, I guess forty. I think I'm forty two or three, something like that. 
how old you say you were again? I'm 39, almost 39 in July. Okay, so yeah, so yeah, that would put me. Yeah, that would put me about 43. <laughs> <laughs> it's just weird. I still feel like in my head, like my brain, I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm about 33 or 34 in my brain because I don't feel like a total idiot like I did when I was in my 20s, but I yeah. do feel like in my early 30s. But I'm like, oh my god, I'm about to be 40, and now I look at all these like young kids, like my intern Allie, who's 20. <laughs> how old are you? 21. 21. <laughs> and I like all the. I, I'm around all these like 20 year old kids, like because some of my neighbors are young, and I'm like. Oh my God, I don't even know how to keep up with you guys. I'm tired. I know. I know. It's like, and you're like, where were you born? And they're like, oh, I was born in like 2019. I'm like, what? (laughs) You know? (laughs) I know. But, uh, you know, I, um, I, my family, you know, having a family, you know, completely changed that part of, of my career, you know, like, it was just, a, it's, it's now a new priority. You know what I mean? And, uh, for a while being on the road, it was kind of like, okay, I just got to be on the road. This is what I have to do. And do you like being on the road. I, I do. I do like being on the road. Um, has that but, changed at all since COVID? But that's changed a lot. Um, Did COVID change it for you. COVID changed a lot of it. Um, it I was feel like, like a you common know, theme that I've heard from a lot of artists is like, well, people when, just you, don't when you don't know any better, when you yeah. don't know any better, you know, and you're just gone and your kids just don't know any better. They just, and you're just gone. And then when you get home, you're home. Then that's just what it is. But then whenever you're all of a sudden something like COVID happens and all of a sudden you're home for like a year and a half straight. Um, not just you, but them, you know, but you really, you both realize, you know, how awesome and how important that time is did and how quickly realize, it's did you see that like did you realize yeah. being present with your kids like it's the daily little nothing memories and moments that are actually so special just like a, yeah. on a random tuesday yeah and i realized i realized that you know from the day they were born and so i would come home and i would soak those little moments in like, I mean, I would just take over, you know, because I knew how important it was. But I guess I guess it also taught me that, time, that that this time is slipping by so fast, like they're growing up so fast. And so, yeah, I was there and I understood the little moments and how 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 awesome they are. But I was missing a ton of them. And I'm still going to miss, you know, a lot. But. Um, there's a, there's been a big priority shift in how many shows I'm going to play, you know, uh, that's, that's, I mean, it's a really big deal. Um, and, and it's reality. It's not like we're just talking about it, you know, and you know, yeah, it's happening. And, uh, uh, and it makes me, and I, and it's, yeah, truly a lot more joy and being home. Yes. I love, I don't necessarily love being on the road. Um, although I do get to sleep in and, or, and I get to like work without like, you know, three kids buzzing in your ear or whatever. Um, you know, un, you know, unstopped, say if I'm writing a song, I don't have to stop at two o'clock to go get the kids from school or this or that or whatever. I get to kind of focus. Yeah. I get to focus and do that. I like that part about it. And I love being on the stage, but. Well, you're but, such a great uh, be, performer too. Well, that's a, 
that's a, that's my favorite, you know, it's my favorite. Well, I say it's my favorite part, but I also, you know, I love making the music and you know, I just finished building a studio out here at the farm and, uh, it's, it's, it's all of it, right. From writing the song to singing it to, you know, to, you know, to, to letting it go and it's gone and now it's going to be played on the radio. It's like, I don't know. There's something about the whole thing, the whole deal in the process. And that's all my favorite. It's really hard to kind of, kind of decipher those because they're all kind of the same thing to me but but uh yeah it's changed a lot you know um you know but my career i think you know i think it's it's it was meant to be on a certain path and and i think god puts you in, in in certain paths and other people have their own path and their career you know and right now i just know that i i feel that it you know you know I know where I'm supposed to be headed at least, you know, and I don't know where it ends up. What do I just, you feel like, where do you feel like you're supposed to be headed? What guides you? Well, you know, well, you know, I just feel like, like the prompting that from God going, look, you're, this is in the teaching, even like from, from the last few years of, of understanding how quickly and how important this time is with my kids um, is a huge part of it's priority number uno. So the road and the career, not just the road, but like even being at home, like I don't schedule something. I mean, if all, if at all possible, you know, I'm scheduling something between the time that I get to take them to school, I get to pick them up, you know, that kind of stuff. I mean, or if there's games or soccer or this or football or wrestling or bowling or whatever, I mean, now Dakota does every daggum sport there is. I mean, then I'm like, seriously, son, like, like, do you have to do every single one? Uh, <laughs> You know, uh, <laughs> but uh, I really it, it priorities there too. You know, so like when I work at home, it's it's working. You know, in between, in between family time. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over ninety years, and not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. 
With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. So I feel like you have always kind of been a performer like Garth Brooks. Like obviously you're Lee Bryce and you have, you're very much your own vibe. But you are just that very, but I feel like you've always been like a very charismatic, dynamic performer and songwriter and very similar. Like Garth Brooks is someone I feel like you could closely relate to. And so, and I feel like he's been someone that you have loved and admired, right? As an artist? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He was a huge one growing up. Yeah. So what was that like? When you wrote a song, More Than a Memory, which is one of the best songs ever, ever, and Garth cut it, and it went straight to number one, and then you, I love talking to people who have lived out their dreams. Like, you had dreams since for so long to be an artist and a performer and be on stage and write songs and make music, and you've had artists that you've looked up to, like Garth Brooks and all that, and then all of a sudden... It's coming true. Like you're having number ones on the radio. You're on massive tours. You are having success. Your idols are recording your songs. And Garth Brooks recorded it and became the only song to ever debut at number one on the charts, right? I mean, that's just bonkers. So what is that like when you set out with a dream and then over the course of all these years, it has come true? What does that feel like? Do you know? Are you aware and like taking yeah. that in that it's coming true? Like, is it everything you hoped it would be? Is you know, your I, idols what you hoped it would be? <laughs> you know, there's a bunch of different questions. You I know. know. I just like to throw up all the questions at once. I was telling Ali, I, I consider myself splatter paint. And it all comes <laughs> into my brain at once. And I just like to splatter it out and just pick up what you can, Lee. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's, I you do. Know, there's a I bunch do, of different questions. I do realize, um, I talk about it, you know, I do. I mean, I've been wanting to do this and doing this since I was a baby, like a baby playing music and then writing songs when I was eight, nine and 10 years old. And like, like that I was really serious about, you know, like the things in my life at that time that mattered to me and like seeing my, you know, grown man, my daddy like cry because I wrote a song about his hunting dog. And I'm going, this, I'm, this is what I'm going to be doing. This is what I'm, this is what I'm here to do. And, you know, and then like being a hopeless romantic when I'm a kid and thinking one day, like I want to write a song for my, for my wedding. And then I want for my, for my bride to be, and then I want to sing it to her to wedding. And I wanted, and I want to be on the radio and I wanted to win awards and I want her to feel like a princess. And that, that, that was, this is like, this is why I, this is why I was doing what I was doing. And then I'll dance comes along and that's, that's what happened. I, you know, that's, it's, it's, and I love the fact that, and so, yes, it catches up to me uh, sometimes like in little chunks, like I'll be on stage, even as of the last show I did. Um, and I, you know, it's, I just realize again, you know, I'm like, this is happening, you know, and it's overwhelming. You know, uh, and everything you hoped it would be, it is, it is, uh, it is everything I hoped it would be. And 
and, and far beyond that. And also it's a lot of other things that you didn't know it would be, you know, there's, there's, um, an enormous, an enormous amount of, of, uh, work and sacrifice that, that people have zero idea about, you know, what they just, some of the sacrifice that people wouldn't realize. Well, a, I mean, you know, if it's right now, like, you know, it's time away from home and your family, even if it's not like you're, say you're not a daddy yet, you know, you're, then you're away from, you know, probably you're away from your family you grew up with because they probably aren't from Nashville. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, a, you got to, you know, sacrifice that, you know, your home and kind of where you're from. And, and I mean, then, then honestly, over the years, you've got to work so hard. You got to work so much that all the things that, you did a lot growing up, all the things that you love, whether it be hunting and fishing and, and, or what, whatever, like there's really not a lot of, there's really not any time to do any of that. So there's not really time for Lee Bryce to be able to go and like do those things for Lee. The thing I get to do for Lee is live this dream. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And and at right now it's that and my kids and, and my wife and like have that. That's, that's all, that's all the time in the day. That that's there is. it. That's all you got. I mean, that's it. Yeah. I don't yeah. have time to go play golf or right. I, mean, I don't do, you know, I mean, no, uh, I hear you. Cause like it, it takes just, so much time. It just is. It really is. That's so that, you know, that there's your sacrifice part of it. You know, it's like, but you know, hopefully it gets to a point. Like, like I said, you know, I'm putting a, stomper and how many shows per year and it's not it's not only for my family it's kind of for me too to to have a life other than music you know as well you know some of that stuff for me and like in like honoring myself um a little bit you know and and uh and uh, yeah I mean it's important and I think those are some things that have been been revealed to me you know um you know, just growing, growing a little older and a little wiser, I guess, maybe I don't feel like it. Like I feel kind of like you, you know, like I'm, my, my brain doesn't, my eyeballs and what I'm looking at doesn't feel like I'm a different person or anything, but, but, uh, but I know I've put the ears in. Yeah, but they're definitely in there. I know they're, they're somewhere. (laughs) I'm like, I don't know where they went, but they've been, those, those roads have been traveled. What, um, did, did the forced slowdown from COVID is, did that make you realize did, was that kind of the reboot? Because I feel like that really was such a moment for so many of us to realize, like, I want my life to be more than just my career, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I mean, like, that's, yeah. And yeah. the music industry, like you're talking about, it will take everything you give it. I mean, because it is this hungry machine that is never satisfied. It is never full. It is always, you have to stay current with it because there's always somebody right behind you. And, you yeah. know, and I do believe that God gives certain artists and people a gift and a platform and it's your destiny. Like you said, like you were meant to do this from when you were young, like you knew this was your destiny. But I mean, it still will take everything you have and all these people working in the industry they, you are a product. And so they're not necessarily worried about you getting home to see your kids, baseball game, you know, <laughs> no, no, they're not, <laughs> they are. And that's why you have to, as a, as an artist or as a person, you have to, you have to make that decision. Cause if it was up to them, you'd be gone literally 
you'd just be gone. You'd be doing working every day. So, um, uh, but it's still a beautiful thing. You know, COVID did, did reboot COVID did have a lot to do with that, you know? Um, so in a way, I mean, even in the middle of COVID, I talked about, you know, COVID in a positive light and people were like, what, what do you, you know, this is the most terrible thing. And I'm like, yeah, I know, I get it. I know. And, and I understand. And I, you know, I know there's so many folks that have got it so much worse than me. Like it, when, as far as COVID went, you know, con- was concerned, um, uh, between themselves and family members and, and, and just the sickness itself and, and jobs. And I mean, my, I didn't have a job basically, but I, what, but I, but I still did my job. I found ways to do my job. How did you I do your job? I, I didn't get paid for it, but I worked five times as hard. You know what I mean? I just tried to stay connected and I still, I still recorded music. I figured out a way to do things on my own by myself at a studio or whatever, send it off to somebody, you know, well, we just had to be creative, you know, and some people just sat back and said, okay, I'm just going to chill out and wait this thing out, you know, and I guess get on defense. And I was like, nah, I was like, I'm, I'm going to get on offense, you know, and I'm going to, I'm going to make something happen. And, and I'm not sure if that was what, what did it or not, but I do know that we, you know, we had two or three number ones during COVID. Really? You know, Which so ones? I mean, for, we had the duet. Um, oh with yeah, Carly Pierce. And that one like single of the year, music event of the year for like yeah. ACM and yeah. CMA. Yeah, one of them girls was huge. You wrote that I mean, during COVID. Yeah, yeah, I wrote that. Put it out during COVID. It was all you know. So what is it I like mean, having a number one during COVID? Does it still feel like <laughs> the number one? <laughs> well, I, no. Uh, it. Does, I mean, I talked about this too, like. I was like, you know, I'm, I'm, you, I know what it feels like to, to have a, a song grow up the chart, you know, and feel a crowd getting bigger and bigger, like, or, or feeling a crowd getting louder and louder and louder, you know, and more excited about, say, a song because it's getting, you know, it's getting heard more. I said, I already know that feeling. And I know that feeling when it gets to number one and it's like people are going crazy and it's like, you know, well, I, was, I thought about it. One day I was like, you know, I wonder what it feels like to be because there was a couple of new artists who had their first number one song or like your first hit song during, during COVID. COVID. And I thought, I thought they literally don't know what it feels like. Still, they just had a number one and they have no idea what mm-hmm. it feels like to have a live crowd singing that song back to them. They've been waiting for that their whole life or however long they've been wanting to do this. And so, you know, I prayed for a couple of those folks. I was like, you know what? I'm, I, I was like, I, I hope they have another. Like, after this is over so they can actually know the feeling, you know? Do you feel competitive with other artists or new artists, or do you just feel like you're staying in your lane? Well, I mean, I'd stay in my lane, um, but everything's competitive. This is a, you know, if I, you, you drop the ham, you drop the hammer and go take a break for one second. <laughs> somebody else I mean, coming somebody in. Else, yeah, somebody else is going to pick it up. And, yep. um, so I don't feel competitive. Like I want to sing better than this dude or, or put a better, but I do, I want to, I want, I'm competitive with myself very much. So like every album I want to make better than the last, you know, every song I write, I want to make better than the last. I've always been that kind of person. Um, I have an inner competitiveness, you know, with the rest of the industry, you know, like I want to, I want to do something nobody's done or I want to, I want to do something, you know, different or special. And, but like nothing like, you know, um, 
I want the best for them too. I want, I want the best for them too. I, I, you know, I just, I feel like you just gotta have that attitude though, or else you're just gonna kind of be right down the middle and, you know, and not really. And it was the point then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I totally, totally agree with you. When you get to the end of it all, when it's all said and done, when you are, you know, 75, 80 and sitting on your rocker with Sarah and y'all are watching the kids and their family and all that and, you know, your songs are now classics and everything like that, what do you hope? Oh, wait, somebody's calling you. Gotcha. I'm coming back. You're popular. Here we go. I'm back. (laughs) Okay. Stop calling. Hey, if somebody doesn't answer you like two or three times in a row, stop calling. Is this the same person? They are dying for you. Well, I'm supposed to. I'm supposed to be uh, in the, in the studio here in about like like they're they probably minute? wondering where I'm right at. Now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, hey, we'll, we'll wrap this up. Don't worry. We'll get. No, this we're right okay. To it. We're okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. So when you're sitting at the end of your life and you've lived this big life, fulfilling all these dreams, what do you hope your legacy is? I mean, I really hope, um, you know, A, I hope that, that my kids, uh, look and they say that, you know, they, they felt like they had, uh, an awesome childhood and, and were taught things that they needed to be taught, you know, um, in a world that I think a lot of kids aren't getting taught the things that maybe they need to be taught. And uh, I hope they end up in a place where they're, where they're okay because I'm worried about them. Um, I hope that um, musically, and you know, if you're talking musically, you know, I hope that you know, I people look and say that he Lee worked um, as hard or harder than anybody else. Um, what you know, do you want he, your songs to? What kind of feeling do you want your songs to leave people? I want them. I want my songs to to be kind of what they're what they're starting to to turn into now and it's and it's kind of starts from the beginning of even making them is not just a here today gone tomorrow thing you know i want i want to make music that that can be listened to 100 years from now and it won't sound old you know and it, is it, love it was, a huge theme for you because you're a hopeless romantic your songs are hopeless absolutely. romantic so is that like it too like you are just like a beacon of love like you yeah, I'm, it's not just it's not yeah it's it's love and it's and it's all the other things that you that i want to inspire in people um you know and i want people to, to listen to these songs and and to get i mean there's so many it's not necessarily even some of the ones on the radio but a lot of the songs on my records um speak to different things and i hope they still have an impact on somebody's life, you know, whether it's mentally or, or emotionally or, or, or whatever, in some way I want to move them. You know, that's what, that's what the point is of, of me. It's like, I love music because it moves me, whether it makes me want to dance or makes me want to cry or makes me want to go, go work harder at something or whatever it may be. I want, I want my music to do that to people. I want it to move them always. And, uh, and I'll continue to do that. So I'm, I'm 75. Hopefully I won't be on the rocker too much. Maybe I'll still be rocking, you know. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. 
That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Uh, well, I have to bring this up because Allie, my intern, who I love so much, she is from where? What is that? Rainham. And she is neighbors with the dad of the son who you wrote, who not who you saying I drive your truck about, which is yeah. amazing. I mean, how crazy is that? That's such a small, the, that song was it's, so powerful. It's a small world. Yeah, it's a small world. That song was, and still is, one of the biggest blessings in my life. How and, uh, here, uh, hey. here we go. Sorry, but I'm, I'm on a on a on a podcast, so that's why I have it. I'm, I'm it's so okay. Don't worry. It's all good. It's all I'll good. Be down. <laughs> Look at there. <laughs> hey, they're gonna come find you. Listen, you're not gonna answer your phone. They're coming to find you. <laughs> That's what you get when you have a studio on the farm. Yeah, they come at you. They're like, they're like, yo, he's not gonna answer. I'll go get on a four wheeler and come find him. <laughs> um, but uh, how has that song I, uh, you? I drive your so truck many people. is some is something that um as a, in my career, right? It was a big number one, right? And that's a, that's what you want out of a song. You want, you want enough, you want a big, a big hit song, but then, and then that brings people to your shows and it helps you to be more successful and all that stuff. And that's a blessing, but man, the people that I've met and the stories that I've heard. And then like on a daily basis, even now, right today, you know, I'll, if I run into somebody, you know, it's, it's, Chances are they'll stop and they'll tell me about their version of why that song meant something means so much to them. And usually <clears throat> so many times um, it'll put you in perspective and put you back in your place and let you understand that so many people are going through 
so many people are going through so much. And, you know, even if you're having a bad day, um, somebody's out there is having, having, having it a lot worse. And so it just puts it in perspective for me. And that's a blessing to have like that, that physical, tangible reminder on an almost daily basis. Um, you know, and it's that song 95% of the times. There's a lot of songs that people are like, oh, we love this song for this reason or whatever. But that's um, one of the songs that's just, yeah. it's, it's not just a song. It's like a, it's a, it's, it's a, it's, it's, a, it's a, yeah, it, it is. And when I, I heard, I, when I heard that song, um, I got halfway through, I got, I, I got through the first verse and I got about halfway through the first chorus and I stopped it and I turned around and the, the person who was, who was pitching it to me, which people who don't understand that is, I mean, they were playing it for me to record. Hopefully they were hoping that I would like the song and record it. So I just stopped it. And usually when you stop a song kind of in the middle, you're like, all right, this is, isn't for me. Let's hear the next song. But I stopped and said, okay, before I listen any further, like, are you sure you're pitching this to me? Cause I don't, I like, I have to have I'm it. Right, Cause I'm telling you right now, I'm already going to cut it. I'm already telling, I ain't even heard the whole, I ain't even heard the song yet. I'm telling you. And they're like, yes. I was like, are you kidding? I was like, so uh, I was like, okay. But that song, I had my own story. Cause my story wasn't that story, you know, exactly. You it was, well, it made me think of my granddaddy, you know, which is a completely different story than what the song is talking about. And I've got my granddaddy's, I've got my granddaddy's, you know, like old 22 that he brought back from the war. Mm. Right. Mm. And so that's kind of my, I drive your truck, you know, and that's my truck, mm -hmm. you know? And, mm -hmm. and so I felt that I said, okay, wait a minute. I just me, took my story or my feelings. This song made me do this. And it has nothing to do with the brother and losing that part. Um, and so I said, I bet, you know, everybody else in the world will have their own kind of version of why the song means something to them too. So uh, it was a very easy one to go. Yes. I'm recording this song. You know, I, I like to write, you know, I like to, I'd love to write every single song of, of mine, you know, and I do write a lot, 95% of them, but, but, there's those special ones sometimes that come along and that one was definitely a, you know, the special one. And, and again, like I said, it's, it wasn't just like a hit and didn't just work. It still to this day has a big impact on my life. So yeah, uh, in a very positive way. Well, I love that Lee. Tell me what it was like <laughs> meeting and becoming, I'm sure you're friends with Garth Brooks. We're about to wrap up. I got to go pick up Sunny from school. You got to go record some music, <laughs> make some more hits, bless us with your songs. What is it like when you meet your hero and then you become uh, friends with them, like Garth? Well, um, you know, a lot of people talk about that. You know, meeting your heroes is a scary thing, right? Cause because they can put you, you down. What if they're not awesome? <laughs> yeah. Like, what if they're not awesome? And uh, but Garth is awesome. Garth, Garth is, is awesome. If you've ever even met him in a room like a, of crowd of people, and if you were in a room with him, a crowd of people, then all those people were trying to talk to him. I promise you that. <laughs> But if he's talking to you in that crowded room, whether he knows you or whether he is just meeting you for the first time, I promise you he is talking to you and you alone. And the rest of that room has disappeared in his mind. How does he, know, how does he do that? 
Is he just that and connected? There's something that that's there. That there's a magic about Garth, and that that's one of them. That is a big magic is his connectivity and his communication. He loves people, like all yeah. people. He he really does. He really does. And and so, yes, being able to meet him. I mean, I got to meet him the first time because of you know we had a, a number one that came out on a Monday. It was sitting at number one when it came out and on Friday he had the number one party. So that same Friday. (laughs) Yeah. And so (laughs) that was pretty, that was pretty cool. Um, (laughs) and I got to meet him and of course it was a a number one party, which, which mostly is about, it's a lot about the songwriters. Yeah. And, but uh, most of the time the artist, if the artist is there, the artist is getting all the attention and the artist is getting all the stuff. And, and I understand that because I've, I've been to both on both sides of all of that. Um, but when Garth came to the number one party, obviously like he would, he would not, he would not let, I mean, people are trying to ask Garth questions straight directly through like myself and the other two writers, you know, and Garth was like backed up behind us on purpose, pushing us forward. And, you know, he'd answer a question every now and then, but he'd be like, you know, he'd be like, I don't know. Ask these guys. Like they wrote the song, you know, I mean, he's just, he's He's so bright, but he wants others to shine too. And and there's just so many things you can go on about him that really it's, it's, (laughs) it was nice to be able to say, okay, I met my hero and he was all and more than you could have expected him to be. So yeah, Garth Brooks is a, is a, I mean, I think he might be an alien, like from another planet. I mean, yeah, he might the be. way he, yeah, he can do things. And when he'll meet you once and, and never forget your name and never forget your name three years later, run into you and be like, Oh, well, how was your, remember you, I think you said your dog was sick or something that time. How did, is your dog? Okay. You is know, he just like, he's like a savant. He's like a prophet. Yeah. <laughs> it's really weird, but but uh, yeah, he's got some crazy talents. Um, but uh, but 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 bigger than that, he's just a, a great human, and he and he just is a human, and he wants you to know that too. Like he he's like me, you know. He wants to he wants to get out there and kick butt. You know what I mean? He wants to be the best. He wants to to push himself to to do that. But he also he also doesn't think that he's anything different or more or better than anybody else. And he just wants uh, to maximize his talents and see yeah. his full potential. And he wants everyone yeah. else to as well as like you do. Yeah. Yeah. And that's an amazing, that's amazing to be in that place where you are pursuing your full potential and your soul's true purpose of why you're here. And Absolutely. manifest. Okay. So I always wrap up with one question, which is leave your light. And basically what do you want people to know? It's just wide open. <laughs> Oh man, what I want people to know is that I love my family. I love my wife. Um, you know, I miss my home in South Carolina. Uh, I have a new home here in Nashville, um, but I do miss my home in South Carolina. I love, always have, and always will very deeply music and every part of it. Um, and that's why I feel so blessed to be able to do Again, all the facets of it, from writing a song to to recording it and understanding it and producing it and then, and then getting out there and performing it and connecting with people. So uh, you're and being romantic a, for music. <laughs> yeah, I am. I am. And, uh, uh, you know, I just want people to know that I, 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 I give it all, all the time. 
and um, um, and I'm going to continue to for as long as I possibly can. <laughs> That's amazing. Lee, it was so great to talk to you. I'm so happy <laughs> for all your success. You got your new single out, Soul. New album. Is it out yet, the new album? Now, oh, yeah. Hey new World. album. Yeah, Hey World. Yeah, it's, it's been out for, I guess... Almost a year now. Oh well, I'm behind Lee. I'm well, it's like rock, COVID. Okay? COVID, like we, we've all still got COVID brain, you know. It's I, like, I don't leave my little tiny bubble. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, so Hey World is out for a year. Soul is amazing. You're so dynamic, so talented, and you're just blessing us with all of your music and all the strong, powerful messages that hit our souls. So, thank you so much for sharing your talent with us, Lee, and thank you for coming on today. Caroline, it's so good to see you. Thank you so much for having me. And uh, let's do it again, okay? Okay, anytime. <laughs> hey, see y'all later. Bye. Right. Off to work again. Okay, you go, boy. Bye, Lee. Yeah. <laughs> this is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.